Hey, honey, wash day. Chairwoman Hageman, Ranking Member Fernandez, and distinguished members of the subcommittee. On behalf of the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board, which serves 17 federally recognized tribes in South Dakota, North Dakota, Nebraska, and Iowa, thank you for this opportunity. My name is Geraldine Church, and I'm a citizen of the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe and serve as the president and CEO of the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. Indian Health Service is the primary source of health care for nearly 150,000 citizens in the Great Plains. Historically, the Great Plains has been an example of failures that accompany chronic under-resourcing, provider shortages, outdated facilities, obsolete equipment, and egregious health inequities are the norm in the Great Plains area. The first opportunity for changing that reality is for Congress to authorize mandatory funding for all IHS programs, ensure discretionary advanced appropriations to protect the already deficient IHS budget from sequestration. Second, Indian Health Service must increase its workforce to actively ensure that competent physician-led health care is provided and as called for in the 2021 Eighth Circuit Opinion, Rosebud Sioux Tribe versus the United States. Tribes who exercise their sovereignty through Public Law 93638 and run their own programs outperform direct service units on every level. So IHS needs to ensure its administrative capacity to adequately support them. For example, since the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board assumed management of the Rapid City Service Unit four years ago, the Oyate Health Center has seen a 400% increase in third-party billing. It's added 10,000 users and has lowered the rate of uninsured users from 56% in October 19 to 49% in March of 23. When IHS is funded, they successfully change health outcomes. For 25 years, the Special Diabetes Program for Indians has effectively reduced end-stage renal disease and diabetic eye disease. Victor is a tribal elder who uses the SDPI program in Rapid City. He consistently works with his dietitian and lifestyle coach to meet all his diabetes standards of care. He reduced his weight by 20 pounds and his A1C from dropped from 7.8 to 6.3. We've seen successes, yet diabetes is still more than twice the rate of non-Hispanic white population. For Victor and thousands of other diabetics, we implore you to reauthorize SDPI. A fourth and immediate opportunity to improve healthcare is for IHS and CDC to respect that tribes and tribal epidemiology centers are statutorily mandated as public health authorities and to share public health data for the purposes of addressing public health threats. From the start of the pandemic, the Great Plains Tribal Epicenter requested data on COVID-19 infections in tribal communities. Instead of sharing that data, as IHS routinely does with state public health authorities, IHS required the Epicenter to enter a data sharing agreement then refused to sign it until 2022, three years after it was negotiated. The tribes never did receive the data that was needed when it was needed most. A current example 
Native babies in the Great Plains are dying of congenital syphilis, a preventable disease at epidemic levels. Tribes and techs can help stop the spread of syphilis and protect Native families, but we need public health data. Fifth, we urge the committee to work with CMS to ensure the process of unwinding Medicaid does not result in the loss of basic services for many thousands of our tribal citizens. As continuous enrollment ends, CMS should urge state Medicaid programs to work collaboratively with tribes who want to assist with outreach and recertification of those individuals before they lose benefits. Finally, we urge IHS to support integrating culturally traditional healing practices into clinical services. A recent tribal survey indicated that American Indian patients who see both a physician and traditional healer, 61% trust the advice of their traditional healer over their physician. And they may limit disclosure of their medical history due to medical distrust and poor coordination of care. Just as it's widely accepted that prayer improves health outcomes in clinical settings, that is also true for culturally traditional practices in our tribal communities. Pilamaye for allowing me to share these recommendations on improving healthcare delivery in tribal communities. I thank, I thank the witness for their testimony. The chair now recognizes Ms. Laura Platero for five minutes. <clears throat> 